What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today, we're gonna do the definitive back training workout video for you, and this is why. Because I'm breaking out four damn markers for you guys. Matter of fact, it's a whole new package of markers to make sure the Jeff Muscle markers that you get what we're talking about when it comes to back training. Look, first and foremost, people don't give the back the respect it deserves. Because they can't see it, they don't wanna train it. Those that are training a little bit more seriously, of course you'll train your back, but as, as you'll see by the time this video is done, there's a lot more going on in the back than just the lats. As a matter of fact, you can see, I got a whole damn roadmap going on back here, and a lot of ink was used to make sure that we get you to understand that. So I'm gonna break it down muscle by muscle and tell you why you need to do certain things and what are the best exercises to target those areas so you have a better understanding the next time you attack your back workout. Okay, let's start with the lats. That's probably the one that you're at least training, right? So what we wanna do is look at the anatomy of the lats and we'll better understand what they do. They feed into the X in our back. Not just me, I'm not the only one that has an X implanted in my back. It's actually something we all should strive for. And what that is is the lat, as it feeds down and in, you'll have the X that kinda of goes like this in your back. It's the thoracolumbar fascia that the lats will feed into. We'll talk about that muscle in a second. It feeds into it there, and then they fan up and around. So how would you train these? Well, you wanna make sure that you're pulling your arms down and into your sides, and we're gonna do that with exercises like pull-ups, or as I'm showing you here, a lat pull-down. But why is it that you might feel it more, or at least more of a stretch when you're doing an underhand lat pull-down, as I'm showing you here? Well, look at the anatomy again. If I have my arms in front of my body like this, instantly you see that I'm getting more stretch, more of a, of a lengthening here of the lat as it reaches all the way around the back and up around here at the top. Whereas if I put my arm to the side here, I've just taken away all that extra stretch. So you might feel it more by doing an underhand version of this. Both of them are gonna ultimately end down and at your side, a peak contraction of the lats, but you're gonna at least maybe have an understanding now why one might feel better than the other. The next muscle group we're gonna attack because it takes a huge portion, it covers a large area of your back, are your traps. And we look at them, they're big ass muscles. They're the ones over here taking up all this space. They literally start at the base of your head, on the bump here at the back of your head. They come all the way down your spine, they fan out here, they come back in, and they actually have different purposes and different functions depending upon the area of that muscle we're talking about. So you might have heard people talk about the upper traps and you have people talking about the lower traps. Well again, look at the direction of the fibers. The fibers of the upper trap are coming down this way. So I always talk about one of the big flaws people make when they train their traps is to strictly just lift straight up and down. That's not really training the lats the way that they actually have to be trained. If you're taking into respect the orientation of the fibers going down this way, then you wanna actually be pulling up and at an angle. So I've actually developed the exercise here that I showed you in a previous trap video that actually does just that. Now you don't have to use a band to do this, you could use a lower cable, weighted, heavy, and you can pull at an angle up against that slope and then twist and turn because we're gonna get some of that retraction of the scapula as well. So we're building in to the major functions of the upper trap. The next thing we're gonna do is then look at the lower trap and these uh, fibers are gonna run up in this direction. So what they do is they actually stabilize down and back and hold your shoulder blades in place down and back. So we can actually attack them with an exercise like the inverted Y. And you take a light set of dumbbells, and again, if you're not used to training these muscles, you're gonna have to get used to it because you need to train all of them in order to get your back to show the way it's supposed to. You wanna get your arms up and over your head, keeping your shoulder blades down and back. Especially as you raise the weight up, it gets more challenging, your shoulder blades wanna fly away. Keep them packed down and back, and you'll hit both the upper and now the lower traps. 
Next, we have another one of those muscles that you probably don't really think about that much, but if you want to have a complete back and a total back development, you better start. It's the teres major. And look, it's really close in proximity here to the lats, and guess why? Because it has a lot of the same function as the lats, but there's one key differentiator that you can do to target this a little bit more effectively, and it's going to be the width of the grip on a lat pulldown. So you saw me do the lat pulldown before, I'm going to show it to you again here. You can see my grip here and the width of it is sort of neutral, about shoulder width apart. If you want to start targeting and favoring a little bit more of the teres major, then you're going to widen that grip out about as far as the bar will go. Perform the exercise the same way, but you can see that you're getting more activation. You can actually see that muscle contracting right here underneath that drawing I had. Obviously, it moves underneath the pen, but the idea is you can see that area now contracting a lot more. That's the quickest and easiest way for you to start building this important area and filling in maybe that divot that you have in the back from ignoring it for so long. Next, we're going to talk about three muscles at once. and People don't even know that they're actually separate muscles a lot of times. It's the rotator cuff and we're talking specifically about the supraspinatus, the infraspinatus, and the teres minor. Again, muscles that you never even think about training when it comes to back when you're all focused on lats, lats, lats. But again, they're really important because they actually fill in, again, the space up here on your upper back above and below the spine of your scapula. That's where we get the supraspinatus and the infraspinatus, above and below. Now, obviously, the rotator cuff is a very vulnerable group of muscles that become injured often in people that don't train right. It's a lot of us, but we can tell that we, if we give it some attention, it actually can respond really well and also complete that upper back development. Here's how to do it. You gotta externally rotate your arm. If you are not externally rotating your arm in some exercise, then guess what? You are not training these muscles. There's no other way to train them. All they do, for the most part, is externally rotate. So they take your arm and they move it outwards in the socket. So what we can do is we can take an exercise like a W raise. And all these exercises are ones that we actually program in Athlete X because I know how important they are and how you need to make sure that you're focusing on these. The W raise is one of them. You bend over like you're gonna do a, a rear delt raise, but from here we're actually going to rotate the arms backwards. I'm actually trying to, as you see me here, move my thumbs back behind my body. I'm not just doing this, I'm doing this and this, externally rotating here at the shoulder so that I'm getting a little bit of that rhomboid activation, which we're going to talk about next, and also the external rotation, so I'm hitting all three of those muscles at once. So I mentioned the rhomboids, let's talk about the rhomboids. Again, if I look at this side of my body here, you're not going to really see them because they're buried deeper than the traps. So the traps are going to cover it all, but if you look at this side of my body over here, you can see that the rhomboids are right up in here. Now the idea is they run up at a little bit of an angle. So when you're doing your rhomboid exercises like a T, right, all we're trying to do is pull our shoulder blades closer together. They attach on the shoulder blade to the spine. So when they shorten, all they're going to do is bring the shoulder blade from around the body back closer to the spine. But because of the angle that they run, when we do our T's, if you come up at a little bit of an angle, you're actually going to get hit them even better. Again, these are exercises that you have to do. Rowing will actually work these muscles too, but the idea is you have to at least attack them a little bit more directly, sometimes with lighter weights, to get more activation and better overall development. And finally, we'll end at the low back, and again, we're going to talk about some of the top muscles and some of the ones that are underneath, but the ones we all talk about is the Christmas tree action, right? We're looking at all of the fibers that run this direction here, 
and we want to know how we do that. Well, really the most important thing, especially for the safety of your low back, are the muscles that run up and down. They're basically acting like guide wires that are actually strengthening and stabilizing your spine. Well, we can do that with something as simple as a hyperextension, right? If the, if the fibers are going straight up and down, you can do what I'm showing you here. You're just going to go from a flex position to an extended position or to a neutral position and strengthen the muscles that way. But there's something I think you could do even a little bit better. I talk about before how the thoracolumbar fascia has the lats that feed into it. So if they're touching and feeding right into it, as you can see down at the bottom there, then obviously they're going to have some effect if you can get the lats to be activated as well. So we can do that. We can combine the two. If you get into this band as I show you, now you're going to flex forward so the band wants to pull me in this direction. Now if I have to resist backwards and pull against the band, I'm working those spinal erectors, great, but at the same time I can pull my hands out inside the band and also now engage the lats. It's going to give you the opportunity to start getting that low back, not just stronger, but to stand out and look a lot better. All right, now you might be asking, Jeff, is there one exercise, you're usually good at coming up with exercises, one that I can do that's going to hit every, every muscle in my back? Well, unfortunately not every single one because there's a lot of muscles going on back there as you see. But there is one move here that will combine a lot of these things together and that is you get yourself on a hyperextension again and you allow your body to fold over in the starting position. So you're pretty much perpendicular to the ground. If I'm holding a pair of heavy dumbbells down here at the ground and I lift them straight up, I'm actually doing, I'm in the frontal plane as I would be with a lat pull down, but I'm basically doing an inverted lat pull down. I'm working the lats, I'm working the teres major, I'm getting those muscles to, to fire up. But I'm not even done yet because what I do is I then return the weights back down, I come up into a normal hyperextension, I'm working now all those muscles in the low back that we talked about, all those deeper muscles. I now at this point hold at the top and then I do a row and I pull the dumbbells up you know, close to my sides and I try to retract those shoulder blades together. So now we're working on some of those mid-scapular muscles. I'm not really necessarily doing all that great a job at getting the lower traps. I'm not necessarily doing all that great a job of getting the upper traps. We are trying to retract and hold, but we can do things maybe a little bit better for that. But you get the idea. A lot of things are working at once here. So if you only have a very short amount of time, this might be the one quick option that you want to try to do. So there you have it guys, breaking out the muscle markers to help you to understand not just how important it is to train your back, but really how many ways you have to train your back if you want to get the most out of it. If you guys are looking to put the science back in strength, I hope these things make it a lot easier for you to visualize, but I do this every single time we do a workout. In our Athlean X training system, I try to break down the science and put it back in strength so that you understand not just what to do, but why you're doing it. Because once you do, I guarantee the results come a lot faster. You can find our Athlean X program over at athleanx.com. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, if you want more muscle markers, of course, I might even break out six or two packs next time, depending upon what we cover. Make sure you leave your comments below and I will do my best. In the meantime, I will see you back here in just a couple days to cover more of what you want to see. See ya.